Like cybersecurity, federal hiring is a problem everyone likes to admire, yet it fundamentally never seems to change. The National Commission on Military, National, and Public Service has been holding a series of public airings of the hiring issue. The Partnership for Public Service has joined the call to action and has a series of recommendations on federal hiring. Joining me with highlights, the Partnership's Director for Federal Workforce Programs, Margot Conrad. And Margot, this is, I think, an abiding issue for the Commission, for every agency, and for the Partnership. What are some of the hiring issues right now? Thanks, Tom. So you're right. I mean, the hiring challenges that our federal civil service are facing are really significant, and that is why we are very pleased that the commission has made it a priority to really look at what can be done to try to fix the hiring process. Um, at a hearing last week, there were really there was so much attention and really thoughtful questions from the commission members, and we covered a whole host of different topics. Um, you know, I think. From a, from a top-line perspective, I think one of the key fundamental ways to try to address um, hiring in government is to really have leadership ownership. I mean, we need to make sure that fundamentally leaders, both career and political in the workforce, are um, owning talent and seeing it as their responsibility to help recruit and attract the next generation of talent to government um, to make sure that we have strong leaders. And so we have seen uh, really strong attention from some of the agencies like GAO, CIA, DHS, and other leaders who have really been invested in helping to be boots on the ground to help attract the next generation of talent to government to be responsible for recruitment efforts personally and um, they've seen the fruits of their labor really pay off. But what about some of the particular hiring practices outside of leadership endorsement? What can they do differently? The partnership has strongly um, advocated for better use of internship programs as a way to really see talent perform on the job and to determine whether these individuals would be a good fit for the organization long term. Um, we've seen with the Pathways programs that um, there is talent coming in, but we'd like to see greater numbers coming in at the entry level through internships. It's a best practice in the private sector and, and in the nonprofit sector and, quite frankly, the Hill uh, Congress uses internships to, to hire most of their full-time employees. Um, so we think it's an underutilized resource for government, and the commission really um, asked a lot of questions about this and, and was looking for better data from, um, from OPM about the use of the Pathways programs and internships more broadly. Um, in addition, you know, there are major barriers to entry that have to do with lack of knowledge and awareness about federal opportunities, but also, um, quite frankly, the conversation around USA Jobs was a big one. Um, I think it still feels like a black hole when applicants submit their resume and they don't hear um, regularly from agencies about where they stand in the hiring process, um, and they don't necessarily um, know whether they should hold out for that position or, or, frankly, start you know looking for other jobs in the meantime. So the hiring process itself just takes too long. Um, USA Jobs, I think, uh, could be improved or strengthened to really help uh, job seekers understand what where they might fit in government and what kind of positions they're qualified for. Um, and so those are a few things that we'd like to see um, OPM and agencies focus on. We're speaking with Margot Conrad. She is the Director for Federal Workforce Programs at the Partnership, at the Partnership for Public Service. And when you talk about the length of time it takes to hire, that's probably a function of the government's risk adverseness. And it seems like maybe they could stick their necks out just a little bit further when it comes to trying out different ways of getting people in. 
Well, I think there are a lot of different ways to address the time to hire issues. And, and ultimately, I would argue that really the quality of hire is the most important thing. But certainly timeliness is important or else you're going to lose your top talent who isn't going to be willing to wait for the position. Um, I think a, a few things. I think you've got to get hiring managers and, and HR together from the front end to be planning and working and ensuring that um, hiring managers are part of the um, process of developing the position description, that they're part of the process of doing the initial screens. You need SMEs, subject matter experts, to do some of the assessment processes um, and all the way through the interview panel. So it's important that you there are some ways that if HR and hiring managers work together from the very beginning to plan out this process, that can streamline hiring. Um, certainly there are other challenges around the security security clearance process that continue to be a barrier and more work needs to be done to, to try to um, address the, the length of that process. Um, but I think there is a lot that can be done with HR and hiring managers really planning upfront, making sure they know what the workforce needs, what this specific position needs, making sure the vacancy announcement is clearly written and articulated and that they're working together throughout the entire assessment process. And another idea that the partnership mentions is the public-private talent exchange idea. I've always thought that's a great idea. A lot of people would say, I'll, I'll help out the government for a year or two. I just don't want to spend the rest of my career there, and I don't want to close the door on where I'm coming from if I were to do that. How can that happen more frequently? There have to be more opportunities for the flow of talent between sectors, um, especially because we know the, the generation coming into government now isn't necessarily looking for a career for life. They're looking for you know, challenging and meaningful opportunities and then perhaps move on after a couple of years. So um, yes, there are some authorities that agencies have to, to, to exchange talent with the private sector. And um, the Department of Defense right now actually has a, a pilot effort underway, which will be really interesting to, to, to learn from and hopefully scale across government. Um, we are also very interested in some of the other models like the Intergovernmental Personnel Act Authority that allows talent to flow between um, government at all levels as well as academia and the nonprofit sector. Um, so there are a lot of opportunities here. And to address one of your earlier questions about streamlining hiring, the other thing is agencies have a lot of hiring authorities at their disposal, including some direct hire authorities that they can use. And so I would really encourage agencies to be taking a hard look at what authorities they're using to bring in the type of talent that they need and being strategic and then really evaluating um, the process on the back end to, to see how it worked. Yeah, I think there's like a hundred different authorities or some crazy number like that. And most people rely on the two or three they're familiar with. It seems like OPM or somewhere could promulgate training on here are the authorities you've got I mean, the greater the number of tools you have, the more things you can fix. Well, certainly there needs to be better education and, and awareness about the tools that uh, agencies have to bring in talent. But also, it's pretty crazy to have over 100 different hiring authorities. There really should be a hard look at how do we streamline this process and really figure out, you know, what are the handful of hiring authorities that are really needed to bring in different types of diverse talent um, across the, the federal workforce? And how do we ensure that agencies are you know, aware, knowledgeable, and are using them to their full extent. And what about Congress? A lot of members purport to care how agencies operate, and there's a lot of oversight there. What can Congress do to maybe help the whole process? 
So the longer-term solution here, I think, is really broader civil service reform. We need to make sure that um, we have a market-based compensation system so that government can attract the talent that it needs for the future at all levels of government. And there needs to be, um, you know, broader hiring reform to really streamline the process and and narrow it down from these 100-plus different authorities that agencies have right now. So I think there's a lot that Congress can do. But honestly, there's a lot that agencies can do, too. I mean, when you think about the federal government hiring, there was legislation passed a couple of years ago to allow agencies to share their um, their certs, their list of best qualified talent, and be able to um, use that to hire more efficiently and more quickly on behalf of government. And agencies aren't using it right now. So there are often tools that Congress grants to agencies that aren't always um, implemented. And so I think there's it's important to take a look at that, too. Um, it's not always a legislative fix that's needed. Sometimes it's about how to implement the tools that are available. And a final thought might be that it's the program managers, the people that operate the different pieces of government have to step up to this and not just leave it to HR and human capital people. Correct. And I talked a little bit earlier about how important the HR and hiring manager collaboration is. I mean, truly, the hiring managers are the ones who know these positions the best. They know what type of skills and um, capabilities they need in their future workforce. And so it's important for them to, to take a hard look and really think, when somebody leaves, what is it that that I really need in that position? And to make sure that they're working with HR to craft the position to in a way that will actually allow them to bring that type of talent to the organization. Margot Conrad is Director for Federal Workforce Programs at the Partnership for Public Service. As always, thanks so much. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.